welcome to the Get Rick podcast with Aaron. Yeah. Like the emphasis? Not really. Because we're back with Aaron's Week in Music for the week of today. May 26, 2021. Year's almost half over, man. It's not even halfway. No, man. It's not June yet. Well, let's start off the week on a sad note. So, you know, with K-pop's War of Attrition... We say goodbye to another girl group, Six Bomb, who, after nine years of existence, through those years on a hiatus, they decided to break up last week. Was the hiatus these last three years? <laughs> nope. So this group started back in 2012. Started a six-person group, but dropped down to four through injuries. People just didn't want to be in the group anymore. People just quit. So in 2017, they released this song, 1718. They had a few comebacks in between. And ultimately, in 2019 and 20, they were a two-person group that were DJs. Group name being either called Red Bomb or DJ Bomb. This song is their most famous song, gaining notoriety for the fact that it was about plastic surgery and how they would look prettier through plastic surgery. Like I showed you, there are two versions of it. There's the before version, there's the after version. Neither of them are very good. Couldn't tell the difference. And <laughs> for that reason, they fade off into the sunset. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. But with a Jessica. <laughs> By Avadios. <a> <laughs> I don't know, man. Getting pretty? That, that was a stretch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should It'll... be like getting average. Getting to almost average. <laughs> well, they probably got some notoriety and maybe somebody knew them. So maybe they got points for being pretty-ish. But hmm. I don't know. I don't know what they're about now. Uh, strong start to the week. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's talk about the largest, most famous Korean export since kimchi. BTS. Bantan. Sonyodan. For you Koreans out there. Breaking records. Breaking all records. all the Despite records. the fact you see Spotify trying to call their numbers. They're like, no. people are trying to just call them down, right? Really? You're hearing about YouTube. is like, they're not allowing all the numbers to be accounted for. Uh, they still broke a record 24 hours number of views and shit. See, that number's probably oh. a third of what it's supposed to be. Because... They said, like, Spotify is not accounting for some of the streams. Okay, but... This song, Butter. Yeah. Pretty good song. It's in English, right? The last but, two songs have been English. But this song in the video, do you think it deserves it? Of course not. Like, it's not that good. It, it's good. Nothing special. And they're not doing anything special in the video either. Choreo is pretty basic. I mean, it's just showing them. And it's, there's not even anything really cool going on. They look more mature. They're dressing a little better. They're getting away from their old school hip hop aesthetic. Hmm. They're going very mainstream pop now. Yeah. Just. Well, I think they're angling towards the American market, right? I think they're slowly dipping into Bruno Mars' market now. Hmm. Right? They're a little R&B tinged. I don't know. Bieber. Yeah. Soft like Bieber. Yeah, but Bieber tries hard to be gangster, right? With all his tats. Yeah, but his sound is not hard. Like Sean Mendes. He's rough and tough like Sean Mendes. <laughs> So, Sue Young. No. No? Sue Average. Oh. I've heard BTS at their best. Mm. 
and their best was maybe four years ago. <laughs> like this is stuff is mainstream. It's just pop music. It's just poppy pop music. Hmm. You're hearing the girl groups harder than BTS. It's just riding the wave. It's just like they they're they're set with their popularity and stuff. So they're just I riding mean, it. Like I said before, they're trying to go for the Grammy at this point. So they're mm-hmm. going for mainstream success, notoriety, popularity. Mm-hmm. The yellow fever is spread. It's an average song on their part. There's nothing you don't hear. No vocal flourishes. There's nothing. Like you said, the choreo's average at best. Whatever. Mm. Up next, Yuki, my girl Yuki. Yuki. She's back. This is her co-A side to the follow-up of Giant. Back with her low voice. I like their low voice, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That low voice is sexy. I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I just it's just funny. Like it's it's a noticeably low register. It, it's almost lower than Jisoo, right? Mm. Like, Jisoo has a pretty low pitch. Mm-hmm. But that's what's intriguing about it, though. Don't you think? Like, you've heard everybody sing high. You hear all the rappers sing nasally like So Young. Well, Isn't it refreshing I, I like to hear? Jisoo because she has that little bit of sweet potato in her throat. Doesn't Rose have the sweet potato? I don't know. It kind of plays off the Bonnie and Clyde trope. Because usually when you hear Bonnie and Clyde, it's from the male perspective. Mm. Right? So, Jay-Z's 07 Bonnie and Clyde, that was her, him and Beyonce... I think me and my girlfriend, right, was mm. Tupac by himself. So this this plays off that trope, which is funny because, like you said, her voice is a little masculine and deep. Mm. That is she is she just kind of gender bending and it's weird. Yeah, she busts out some some notes though. She she's got good she's range. Not, yeah. I mean, she has strong range and like this was another English song, mm. full English, mm-hmm. which is surprising. I would have thought that she would have catered a little bit to Korean audiences. <laughs> to me, this song is very passable in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would listen to this on the radio in the U.S., right? I wouldn't change it. It's a refreshing sound because her vocals mm. are different, right? So you kind of captivates, you kind of keeps keeps you intrigued. Like, what's mm-hmm. this about? I gave it a nice, nice Yuna. Her birthday's coming up. She's going to become a very old 31. Oh, shit. Life is over. It's all downhill for Yuna. Man, <laughs> her world's ending. If so, you should come to Hawaii. You can visit the Get Rick podcast, but yeah, you can do a guest spot. Yeah, we'll let you, and we will <laughs> massage you. Uh, <laughs> depends how the podcast goes. <laughs> Up next, Try B, Rub a Dum. Did you remember their previous song, Doom Doom Ta? Yeah, I gave that a Su Young. I swear it's, to God, this sounded like almost the same beat. <laughs> kinda, but it was more. Like a Caribbean summer, mm. light, refreshing type song. But I swear I heard some of the same shit. You know like, what this reminds you of? This is what it reminds me of is Bumbaya. Really? Blackpink. I was thinking like a Momoland sort of vibe. They dance kind of like Momoland. And they have all the colors. Yeah. And shit. What I noticed on this video is that the cinematographer mm. was trying to do a lot with the cameras. Mm. But they didn't have, like, good cameras. Oh. Uh, As, like, in Espa. You know, Espa got, like, the... You know, like, the, they had the Matrix cameras. And they got, like, the... Funny, though, with all the, the doppelgangers or the, you know, the copies that they had of mm-hmm. themselves. Like, what, what the hell is that about? Uh, I don't know. Was there some kind of meaning behind that? I couldn't figure like, it like out. These bitches are a dime a dozen? Ooh. No, <laughs> just kidding. They're actually really cute, most of them. Some of them are not... There might be seven and eights, but there's also some threes and fours in this, in group. this group. Yeah. Nah. 
Hey, you're being a little bit harsh there, man. Well, let's get to the next group, because the next group, I will 100% will tell you there's some threes and fours. Okay, <laughs> three and four is kind of harsh, but I do agree that there are... <laughs> there is a discrepancy the, in this The one. first two girls that <laughs> pop up on the screen for this next one is like, oh. So that's Pixie. We heard a song from them a little while ago with Wings. Mm-hmm. That was very dreamcatchery in its mm-hmm. tone. Um, it seems like they're trying to do something here. They're trying to build a world. They're world I, building. I thought this one felt a little more like a... It pulled a little more Everglow on this one. Or something. It, it wasn't as... It started light. As emo-ish or something. I don't know. Well, that, that could get into G-Idol, right? Like, kind of emo, mm. dark. They're, they're trying to world build, it feels like. Mm. With, like, unicorns and... I'm not sure what ugly, they're trying. And ugly girls. <laughs> no, yeah. no, they're not ugly, but they're just... They're just not as... They don't match the standard of the typical K-pop girl. How about that? How about them or Six Bomb? <laughs> They're still better looking than Six Bomb, right? Uh, that's why Six Bomb is no longer here, sir. I, I know, but that was a 2017 video, so it's not like... Uh, Six Bomb was a never was, man. They they were... You Look at, look at how much they're invested in Pixie. Look how much... They didn't invest in six bomb, <laughs> right? There was, yeah, you, there yeah. is a dramatic difference, mm-hmm. right? And they they seem to rap a lot. This one, mm. like, there's a lot of, yeah. It felt like multiple rappers, not just yeah, yeah. Because that first chick with the Doberman also rapped, and she was not very pretty. I'm not sure what the concept is. It's not as clear as Espa's. I'm giving this. I'm still giving it to Young. I like the potential. There is. There's something there that's intriguing. Well, the song itself was not bad, though. Yeah. It just wasn't... But it sounds like other stuff, though. Yeah. Like, there, there is there is a vibe it's creating. And and the bad part is it sounds like the light version of other stuff we've heard. Like, it's yeah. not as good as those, I don't yeah. think. So. Like, it's on 8. Yeah. Like it's not turned up to yeah. an 11, like the next song. Speaking of turning up... Mia Glow. <laughs> <laughs> With the song First... So, FYI, just just a little bit of precursor. Uh, EU has stepped down as the leader of Everglow, unfortunately. The fuck is that? Apparently, that's why. Probably she wasn't getting support from her audience, like you. And so she has been replaced by Shion. Who? <laughs> I know Mia. Not Mia. Not Mia. No. Not Mia. And not Mia. You know, you know Asha. Okay. The yeah. mean girl. Mm. But there's Eden, EU, there's Shion, and Onda. Hmm. Bam. That's what makes me a forever, except I've never gotten my package for it. A forever? I'm a forever. So, like, put on furry costumes and stuff, too? Sure, Rick. You're, you're a furry? Wow, you went there, didn't you? <laughs> I guess that's what you do in your spare time, sir. Oh, shit. You do have a dog. Sir. I do. Yeah. You're, 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 the, you're the big spoon with the little spoon. <laughs> so, they've been away for eight months. This is their first comeback this year. They came back hard. So in the line of Bon Bon Chocolate, Adios, Dun Dun, La Di Da. I don't put this first. I know the title is first, but I'm just saying it's not first. We, we've for me. given we've given Everglow very glowing marks mm-hmm. this entire time. D plus one. D plus one. Yep. Hush. Do we rate Hush? I don't know. Did we? I liked Hush. Did it get into the pantheon that Everglow normally achieves? 
I think I gotta listen to it a little more. I listened to it several times, and I'm kind of like on the fence. It, it doesn't hit as hard as what? <laughs> this song, I, this song blasts you in the face. Ah, uh, but doesn't it's not as catchy as maybe Adios, maybe, maybe because bon maybe because they use their secret weapon first. They don't hold back Mia. Mia's the first girl now. Mm. She's the middle girl. She's the last girl. She's. They really seem like they're starting to build Everglow completely around Mia. They put her in blue hair. Did mm. they need to put her in blue hair? She already stands out, right? Mm. You put her in blue hair, you give her the white shirt, and everybody else wearing black. I don't know, though. I, I like those other songs better, though. You know, But you can't deny the fact that Everglow puts out... Big ass songs. Oh no, yeah. To be honest, uh, what they put out is better than BTS's butter. But you know they're not getting 220 million views. They're not getting so. <laughs> probably the views they deserve. A lot of this is the fact that Everglow is relatively underrated. Like I've been listening to a lot of the the guys that review K-pop stuff. Like people are sleeping on Everglow, mm. considering the fact that four songs are huge. These four songs, if they're like. Like equivalent American songs, they'd be like the first songs you play on jock jams. Mm. Like Adios, you could play that in a theater right now. La di da in the in like in arenas like done done done. You're so done done. I mean, yeah, you could play like all these songs and people get six fouls, right? Pretty much. And this one is about being first, right? Like, so when they get their first foul, you can play this. You can play, <laughs> or when they win, right? Because they're first. When they win the championship, they're first. Ah, no, man, I'm giving it a year. Mm. I can tell you, listening to the first time at one thirty in the morning, I didn't know what I was watching. I was completely like, I was kind of out of it. But at the same time, it's because the song just starts. Mm. Like, there's no, like, build-in. There's just Mia screaming at you. Oh, like, and then it hits hard with some bass, right? Yeah. Like, really bass. hard. And then there's magic. I, would, I thought you'd appreciate it, the Dragon Ball Zenith with the... The laser show and the arrows and all that kind of shit. I would have smacked those away with the back of my hand. They don't have the chi that I have. Anyway, where do you rank it? Out of their songs. One Point Chocolate always, to me, is going to be probably their number one song. Because it's just so iconic. That's their first song they came out with. Mm. Adios and Dun Dun. They're all pretty good. D plus one, I always like the ballad. So Mm. that one always will get up there. la di da this sounds just different than everything else, that's why. So, it, like you said, it'll take a little time for it to settle in into where you place where it. you rank it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when I was trying to compare it to the songs that are that have been Tales and Yudis this year, there's some big hitters. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, like the last three weeks, we've had Espa, we've had Itzy, and we've... So I think it, it'll be interesting to see what... Like, like I said, we, we've hit the halfway mark almost in the music world, and pretty much all our big hitters have gone, minus Taeyeon, which I don't know if she's going to put out an album this year. Then you got the Blackpink solos that are mm. supposed to come. You got Soyeon solo, and then you got Joy coming out with a solo. Well, Soyeon's having another solo? Yeah. Oh, I'm on the jelly. It's supposed to come out in June, I think, or something like that. <laughs> And then Malamu is supposed to come back. I don't even know if they've re-signed yet. I'm still bothered by it. But it's it's just the fact that I, when I listen to the Everglow song, it sounds so different. When's the last time Red Velvet put out something? Uh, it's been a while, huh? 
Wendy is Red Velvet. And Joy is doing her solo, that's why. So the the one that has not gotten her solo album is Tiny Young Yeti. <laughs> Squirtle. I don't know. This song this song was very unique. They spent a lot of money. So oh, yeah. that Yuhua Entertainment at this point, mm-hmm. this is their flagship. Because they... Who are they with? Is it is I think is one was part of Yuhua too though, but they're gone. So Everglow is their flagship. They put in a lot of money, like how SM is putting money into Espa. So hmm. it's interesting to think who's gonna win. Hmm. Well, especially this year, I, I I really like Mafia in the Morning. The only problem I think the only problem I have with this song. Is there is no catchy dance move in this one? Mm. That's the only. That's my only issue. Like, you know, what's your catchy dance move in Bon Bon Chocolat? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they they have like a thing, right? Yeah. And then like the mafia, the, well, mafia in the morning is this one, but it's not on the next level. <laughs> I'm on the next <laughs> level. See that one, that one's already that's already hit our. I don't know. That's our comfort zone. Or it's hard to not fucking. Get, it's hard to get that shit out of your head. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's it's down is good. And those four girls are they are getting pretty. What about Mia? Are you, are you still on the wagon with Mia? Eh, whatever. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm moving on. Wow, she's she's on your team. <laughs> I'm poor, done. Done with all of them. Poor Somi who puts out. A song a year every year and a half. I'm so done, done, that I'm done, done with them. Uh, Mia Glow. <laughs> I'm sure she's gonna go solo. If she ever leaves that group, I don't know what they're gonna do. But it seems like they gave a little bit more singing to Shion though, because she's the one that I would have thought they would have given Mia's. Are you talking about not Mia? So the other girl that was singing the whole time mm. is Shion. Usually that would have been all Mia's parts, mm-hmm. but that would have been. Like two minutes and thirty seven seconds of Mia, yeah, yeah, and the rest being Everglow. So I'm glad that they kind of balanced it out a little bit. All right, so let's get to some throwback music. Throwback. So I went, I went old school '90s songs from contemporary Hawaiian music, stuff that Rick hates the most. You don't like Hawaiian, but you don't like. Oh, I despise that. Yeah, but um. No, I mean these songs that you have. Well, these are classics. These are well, oh. these are great songs, timeless stuff you hear at weddings in Hawaii mm-hmm. on the regular. They still have those. Not not some of our friends. They just elope. <laughs> First up to bat, Hawaiian style band, Love and Honesty song, so karaoke worthy that. We're kind of tired of singing this damn song at karaoke. I don't remember the last time anyone's done it. Because <laughs> it's been so Probably played out. until the early 2000s. Because <laughs> it was so played out because mm-hmm. everybody sang it when it came out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of reached the point where you you at first loved it, then it got played out so you hated it. And now it's back. And then you've given it enough time, 15, 20 years. We'd probably do it again. That... <laughs> you kind of appreciate the song again, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's come, it's come back full circle. Mm-hmm. Like it is a timeless song. Roby Cockalow did good job, and the guy that sings as the guy in Hostel Band, forget his name, whoever that is. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Next up, Jeff Rasmussen featuring Roby again, Leather and Lace. It was a remake from Stevie Nicks. 
1981 or some shit. Yeah. And I forget who the other guy was. But it's a, this, I like this song, too. This song is sung to death in local bars. Yep. All these don't have, like, true videos. Yeah, they have the stupid karaoke videos. <laughs> yeah. Right? The fucking... <laughs> the guy, the guy sitting on the beach... Yeah, the ra- random dude. And then he's eating a musubi. Walking on the beach with a random chair. And <laughs> it's like, and then the girl looks very despondent and yeah. wistful, wistfully looking into the or picnicking sunset, on yeah. the fucking beach or some shit. Yeah. Right? Like the people that made those karaoke things, the first, you know, when they first came out, they're rich. <laughs> <laughs> they might be right, but why are the videos so fucking bad? It's like holy shit. Why spend the money when you don't have to, right? You're just I, singing the song. So. I wonder how much the people that act in those videos made. <laughs> They're like, damn, I wish I wish <laughs> I got a penny for every time they played it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And finally, Alea, Baby, Can I Hold You Tonight. I think this is a remake, right? Tracy Chapman. But this is, Tracy Chapman was like in the early 90s, right? So this one. Possibly. This one was like late to. Late nineties, early maybe early two thousands. I don't remember hearing this song that much, but I do hear this song a lot at concerts. Yeah, well, because it's a good song in the sense that you have the harmony, right? The dudes can harmonize with each yeah. other. So I mean, it, it does have that. You know, it sounds cool, but yeah. I have it in the order you have it. Dude, song last, mm. leather and lace middle, and love and honesty first. Because at least that one was original. Love and Honesty. Yeah, whereas the yeah. other ones were remakes, so. Yeah. Yeah, one, two, three, boom. Right. The Rick has spoken. I'm, I'm surprised that Everglow did not get. Not yet. It's on the, I'm kind of debating it. Interesting. Just debating it. I'm interesting, not, interesting. Which has happened before. There's some songs that had grown on me a little more as I played, a, you know, listened to them more. But I'm supposed to be working. This is like a full jock jabs, though. This is like arena music. That, that's what it feels like. They like Everglow has created like very anthemic songs. That if you're sitting at your house and you hear this song, it's wasted because mm. you don't have to do it the excess energy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if you're like gonna play a basketball game or you know get hyped up, these are the songs that that you want to listen to. You know what I used to like listening to when I was gonna go work out and shit. DMX. Not bad, but Linkin Park. Yeah. yeah. Those used to get me going. The DMX is a little angrier. You, you're screaming more with Linkin Park. Yeah. The high-pitched screaming and shit. Yeah. Like faint. Oh, my yeah. God. The notes he hits in that shit. But, but uh, Rough Riders out the I think, gets you a little more angry. Nah. It's more about the yelling and screaming. Uh, that's just all the show. <laughs> you need internal rage. You can't just be... Just, thanks for joining us we'll be back next week with more Muzak Uh, if you want us to review a song you could email us getrickpodcast at gmail.com or at least like and subscribe or something buy me a drink send me a Venmo for some five bucks or something fuck okay goodbye (laughs) goodbye Ted goodbye